My name is Dave Barbush, and I am the CEO and founder of Once a Soldier. What inspired you to create Once a Soldier? You know, uh, I have no military background. My dad was in the Navy for about uh, maybe two or three years. This is even before he met my mom. So I don't have any military you know, background or I'm not a Navy brat or anything like that. Um, but I work in, uh, I live in Jacksonville area and there's a lot of Navy bases here and uh, a coworker, um, her husband was a Navy uh, helicopter pilot. And about 2017, when the when the VA suicide report came out uh, that branded kind of 22 a day veteran suicides, I kind of just looked at my coworker. I said, wow, she goes through a lot. You know, she's they move around a lot. He's gone for seven, eight months at a time. And gosh, what would happen to her if he ended up you know, killing himself? So I started thinking about that and uh, I had the ability to. Uh, become a digital marketer or be a digital marketer. And uh, I I could create, uh, the vision I had was making, uh, taking care of veterans' families after the suicide and being almost virtual, doing it and not having to collect anything or disperse anything, just be able to be found and then be able to provide the services that I wanted to provide. So Mallory was really my, my inspiration. Yeah, with that, a lot of people do think of the soldier, but it also, you know, affects the whole family. Yeah, I think I saw a statistic and I'm going to get the exact number wrong, but I think that one suicide affects something like 120, 130 lives. 22 a day for us is really 22 families a day that are just, they lost their breadwinner, their dad, their loved one. You know, it's, it's, it, that's really only the start. The suicide is really only the start of the national crisis that we have. Yeah, when we were talking uh, via email, you talked a lot about some of these stories that uh, you hear and affect you. Can you tell me about some of them? Yes, I'd be happy because I think it's part, I think that, uh, I think it's important while I have scaled down a lot of my collection of the stories or not so much the collection or, but I just became a little bit ill at ease with, some of the sensationalism that was kind of attached to it. However, um, I do believe that there's, you know, a little is enough. And, um, you know, the, the some of the more recent ones was um, dad was suffering from PTSD as most of them do when they decide to take their lives because they believe that things will be better without them. And, uh, you know, he shot himself in the face and then he did it at home in the living room and you know the first person to come upon him was his seven-year-old daughter who said you know told his mom daddy's bleeding from his nose you know you, these stories go on and on and each one is worse than the, the one before but the tying it back into how it's the least of their problems you know ptsd is highly contagious and when the seven-year-old or even the dad or the sister or the brother or the uncle is the first to find the body, you know, that just, that traumatic experience is now uh, from, you know, what may have happened in theater, you know, in Iraq or Iran, you know, years ago or Vietnam years ago, that incident is now part of this someone's consciousness and part of their crisis too. So the stories are, you know, are important. So what are some of the programs you have? 
Well, our primary program is crisis financial aid. So we get calls in the hours and mostly the days after a veteran suicide from all kinds of family mother, family members, direct family, uh, and aunts and uncles, uh, parents, wives, uh, brothers. And so a lot of the folks that reach out to us are, are not in a financial position to be able to uh, carry out the last wishes or a proper burial or a even a cremation. So we get those calls. So our crisis financial reports, it's called a silver lining program. That silver lining program um, will Venmo or Cash App or get the money to them that same day. So we prefer cremation um, and not prefer it, but you know, if you can't afford you know, a funeral, then, you know, our, our mission is to limit the financial and the emotional scars of a veteran suicide. So having someone go into debt to the funeral home or credit card company for six to $12,000 just isn't making sense, right? So, uh, so that's our first service. The second service that we do is mental health. On the mental health side, we offer uh, transcendental meditation classes. Uh, we partner with the David Lynch Foundation who does all the heavy lifting. So we offer that to everyone and everyone in the family. And it's an amazing, uh, it's amazing way to meditate. Uh, it is a lifelong uh, support. Uh, there's an app that comes with it. And there's an in-person training that happens with a certified TM teacher. Um, and uh, it's, you know, it's one of the ways that the family can try to find a little bit of peace. It's not a, you know, it's not going to solve everything, but it's a good start. And it, and it does, you know, I, I used to hand them out for years and I said, well, maybe I should uh, try this, you know? So I finally did it like maybe about a year ago and it's just an amazing mental health tool. And uh, so those are the two primary um, services that we provide. Yeah. How does it feel for you to, you know, be a support system for these families? You know, I feel honored and I don't, uh, I don't, it, it's a mixed feeling, obviously. Um, uh, there's really no other place in the U.S., uh, no other nonprofit that does exactly what we do. Yeah. Uh, TAPS is a very large organization. We are very small. TAPS offers support groups and an annual convention for, uh, you know, for all kinds of families that have lost, lost loved ones. Uh, we're the only one there at, at that moment. And honestly, if we, because we don't always have money to hand out, right? Um, because we're so small, but, uh, it feels, it's very humbling. Uh, and you know, it's like sometimes the thanks I get, I feel like I don't deserve it, you know? Uh, so it's really, uh, it's rugged. Sometimes the phone calls are always depending, uh, uh you know, uh, eight times out of 10, it's a very raw situation. Uh, only rarely is someone detached and cool. And that's, we try to bring that detachment and cool, man. We don't want them again, limit the emotional and financial scars. So we'll deal with the, with the funeral homes if they're being pushy and we have some advice, but it's just a, it's a humbling experience to be able to talk to them because they're so tough. You know, these families are, um, are something that, uh, America and the human race, honestly, can be proud of. They're just so, gosh darn, you know, honest and tough and, you know, and it, so it, it does my heart good to, to be able to be there for them, even in the small way that, that I really am. So where do you want to see the organization in the next, say, three to five years? 
Well, you know, we, we've really made a great name for ourselves uh, and we get, you know, we're, we're, I'm just, uh, let, let me scale the, let me give you a precise scale of the organization. You're talking to it, right? This is it. I've, uh, we, like I said, I'm a digital marketer by trade. I'm at my day job right now. Um, but we're found all over the nation uh, and sometimes out of country. Uh, and we are referred to by many other nonprofits. Um, but I would like to see us have more money so we can pass out more money. I would like to see us get involved in ketamine assisted psychotherapy, whether that's to prevent or in what we call postvention. So there's prevention, I'm in postvention, or once a soldier is a postvention veterans charity. Um, and I would like to see the ketamine assisted psychotherapy be used more. Now we've, we've, uh, I've gotten approval from my small board to make some, uh, financial assistance to some of those. And, and that's really, I think the future, I think that's, what's going to be, um, the answer to a lot of these suicides, especially for veterans, excuse me, for veteran suicide. It's just an amazing, uh, course of treatment with incredible results. And I've heard from so many veterans who have taken it. And uh, so that's where I'd like to see us go. I, uh, you know, we always need more money because we, we want to be able to do more for these families. They deserve it and more. Uh, but I think in the, uh, with the microdosing and the uh, disassociative drugs that are kind of slowly getting more acceptance at the VA in Congress, the general public's way ahead of them, of course. Uh, but that's where I'd like to see the next three to five years. I mean, it's great to come in after it's over, but it's better to step in, you know, uh, before it happens. And we can really save not just that one life, but we're saving, you know, the whole family and any, you know, that other 120 people, right? Because suicide ideation now, that seven-year-old girl I talked about who walked in on her dad you know, what is she thinking now, you know, and uh, a lot of the veterans now are just like, when is it going to be my turn? So uh, prevention is kind of not our thing, but I would like to tiptoe into it by offering that same service so that the families that do witness these, uh, you know, the remains can get over it or not get over it, but can get mental health relief from it.